Stop it. Stop what? You're talking about me and Morse code. But you know what? Joke's on you, because I know Morse code. That is a disgusting ass. And it's unfortunate that we had that on our air live. That is disgusting. Hey, it's Tony Maz of 98.5 The Sports Hub, and you are listening to the Morse Code Podcast. And the winner's hoes, my man. Speech. First of all, I want to thank my connect. The most important person with all due respect. Thanks to the duffel bag, the brown paper bag, the Nike shoe box for holding all this cash. Uh, okay. okay. Welcome back to Morse Code Podcast, episode 150, right? Yeah. Big one, last, last episode of 2021, yeah. barring any major crazy things. Mm-hmm. So most likely, last episode of 2021. Yeah, unless Certainly you had something that you want to release without that at all. telling me, I guess. Ah, uh, don't think so. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, of course, brought to you by our friends at Cold River Vodka. How could I forget? Um, if you haven't seen recently voted the best, uh, new England small business vodka brand in the world, I think I saw it on Forbes or vanity fair or something of the other. So shout out there. Um, make sure you check them out. What was I oh. Gonna say? oh, go ahead, please. They were somehow a, a vodka brand, a, a beverage was somehow voted time magazines person of the year. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yes. The first no, think, one. Yeah. I think Cold River tied with Brian Leahy for time person slash vodka of the year. Oh, right, right. Yeah. It's yeah. been a hell of a year. We'll get into that shortly. But it's it's been a crazy year. It really has been like a really long year. Like the mm-hmm. more you think, I was just kind of like thumbing around the internet, like stuff that happened this year. And like I said, we can get into that shortly, but um doesn't seem like only what 360 some odd days no this uh this one's been flipping around the calendar i'd argue it seems longer at least 375 380 uh-huh. uh-huh i'm not a, i'm not a math guy but if i had to guess that's what it feels like how was your uh holiday weekend it was good i had today off too so oh nice very relaxing should have recorded this like hours ago huh. um I think I saw online you were helping your dad with some IT stuff. <laughs> Anything worth mentioning since he's a common theme of the show? Uh, what the hell? Oh, yeah. He was helping me uh, or I was helping him log into like all of his billing accounts. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. That sounds like hell. I'd rather Multi-step. just go delinquent on the bills, to be honest. It's a long process because not only do I have to help him with like creating a username and password, yeah. but then logging in and like adding all the banking information to link to the bills. Yeah, it was hell. Mm-hmm. But uh, the picture that I posted was just um, like, he has me show him how to do it. And then he makes me watch him do it. He's like, let I, me yeah. erase everything here, completely back out and make sure yeah. that I know how to do this. And then he makes <laughs> me watch him do it. And then, yeah, he just like fucking up the typing and shit. Um, but, it's a lot. Uh, well, especially the part where like, you know, you go to type in your password and it blanks everything out as you're typing. So it's like a hundred times harder for him. But yeah, it so, ends up sometimes sometimes you can opt to show it. You click that little eyeball icon. Those are the websites that that I'm a fan of, but not Same. everyone's on that uh, on that tip. Yeah, for sure. I have noticed, too, like on iPhones, if you like are logging up for something first time, it'll give you like a like it'll give you like a default password to use. You know what I mean? With like face recognition. Yeah. But the default password is like a a random, like erroneous thing. You're never going to remember. Yeah. So unless you're using face recognition, you're never going to be able to log into your app. Right. I always decline that and just set something like I'll put my password in the show notes, but I just set, set it for something I won't remember. But I will say face recognition is one of the better, better uh, inventions of the last whatever, three or four years. Yeah. It's really convenient. I don't know if, if anyone else even knows what we're talking about. I don't want to like flex too hard, but face recognition is sick. If you have a face and a device that recognizes it, it'll save you a lot of time and effort. Yeah. I hope our listeners don't think that we're being cocky right now. 
but I, I just don't know how else to say. I, I have face recognition on my devices. Mm-hmm. It's been a good year over here at the, here at the show. So sometimes oh, that's like definitely one of the, that's one of the few pluses. I think I heard that's what Mac Jones got like his offensive line this year. Just like uh face recognition, whatever different devices, but he, he opted to go for the facial recognition. Hmm. And they were understandably kind of pissed because that's really not that great of a gift. No, doesn't come close to uh, was it Carson Wentz that got his guys like a Yeti cooler and a grill, and then mm. like he got them. A, I could have sworn that he got them steaks too. And I was like, you mean the mm. Omaha steaks that I hear on like every other podcast? Yeah, <laughs> where it's like eighty five percent off. We're literally the only podcast who's not sponsored by Omaha steaks. <laughs> Dude. It's almost a hundred percent off and it's still like 60 bucks. I don't understand. I have had, I've had Omaha steaks. They are good. I, I would like to. And it Again. is a great deal. Like it's so much off. You kind of have to do it. It's but basically yeah. like you can't afford not to take advantage of the sale. Now I got Omaha steaks one year. It is. It was weird having just like a huge box of steak delivered to my door. Dude. And don't they throw in a bunch of non-steak items too? Like a caramel oh, apple yeah. tartlet. I'm just thinking like the mixtape ad read for Omaha Steaks right now. Oh, I'm thinking of yeah, when Maz desserts. does it. Oh, yeah. Like I said, literally every sports – sports. I don't even know what the target – I was going to say like male target demographic, but I know all sorts of people, all sorts of walks of life who eat steak at a good price. So like I said, right now, if you're listening to Omaha Steaks, we're happy to jump on board and just do what we just did, I guess, routinely. I was going to say, company. we just – we just gave him a free one right there, and we didn't even have yeah. a script, so that was pretty fucking good. So that's a true story. That does seem very underwhelming. In terms of uh, oh, Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz got his guys. Maybe that's was, why he gets sacked all so often. <laughs> it was at least a Yeti, uh, some sort of Yeti product, and I want to say a grill. Um, that, that's literally like a Yankee swap gift, like in my family, like Christmas parties. Yeah, that's not. That's, that's like a fifty dollar limit a Yankee swap gift. Like, dude, you have unlimited resources. You probably are connected to really cool people who can make personalized right. items. I mean, I you're also see... rich. You also make probably five times more than every one of your offensive linemen. Right. Like, so not not expensive and not yeah. original. I did. What see did Mac one... Jones get them? Did you see? Um, I know it came out. Uh, he he doesn't have that much money. The fuck did he buy? Hold on. I saw ahead, one though, guy getting interviewed something? and he wouldn't say what it was. One of the linemen uh, was asked about it, I think, by like Mike man. Reese. But I did see a quarterback who got his um he got his guys oh, like boy. personalized scooters. Did you see that? So they showed up who to the did? practice field. Uh might have been like Jalen Hurts or someone like that, but they showed up to the practice field and the entire end zone was lined up with like <laughs> fucking scooters. It was actually pretty sick. Hold on, I have a great article right here, and I'm just I'm just reading to see if this is a real story or not. Hold on, I haven't seen it yet. If you're listening, correct me if I'm wrong. But Mac Jones gifts Patriots offensive lineman Bitcoin for the holidays. Oh, this is from three hours ago. Who wrote it? Shana McCarriston, CBS NFL. You know her? Not not anymore, but yeah. Okay. Boy, Jones discussed the gift with Patriots.com, saying that when the holidays, shout out Paul Perillo at Patriots.com. Real quick, have you been watching Felger and Maz at all? Paul Perillo's like hosting the show in their absence. That's I got really the first weird. hour today. That's like uh, that's just a weird concept to have like a recurring guest every now and then just just do the show for you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I saw Ben Volan was on one of the EEI shows today too, full time. Oh, really? I just saw him tweet it. Yeah. Again, just like a recurring guest. It'd be like if we had like Shawnee O just do the show for us one week, like while we're both on vacation. <laughs> Shawnee O and LeJethro Jenkins just do the show for us while we're gone. Dude, I was going to say Tyler comes on and does like a three-hour guest spot by himself. Yep. <laughs> Tyler and Justin Lang just run run the ship during the holiday week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jones discussed the gifts with Patriots.com, saying that when the holidays rolled around, he reached out to Bitcoin Magazine to ask how to gift the currency to other people. I've been studying Bitcoin for a while now, the quarterback told the Patriots team website. This year, I just knew I had to give some Bitcoin to my teammates. So I reached out to Bitcoin Magazine and asked for help on how to give Bitcoin as a gift. 
Jones also gave his offensive lineman subscriptions to Bitcoin Magazine. Uh, that's pretty cool. I guess it's a weird, like you're just giving your lineman a potential, I don't know, hopefully a return on investment on a currency that hopefully goes in the right direction. I'm sure there was more. And again, that could be a fake story for all I know, or like an inside joke. But again, I don't know what that means. Cause like you don't, he's not like physically handing them a Bitcoin. I guess he's handing however much Bitcoin he can buy. I think a Bitcoin right now is like 50 grand. Right. So maybe a Bitcoin each. I don't know. And then go from there. Let's just assume that the story is real. That's a good chunk yeah. of his money. I was going to say. Like his it, rookie money? Well, also, like, it depends. You can buy whatever you want. Like, I could buy $5 in Bitcoin right now. That's just true. as an investment. Um, those gifts are usually pretty dope. Usually it's like a big dinner, like a car. I'm trying to think. Brady used to get decent stuff. He also made a lot more money. Mm-hmm. Then you get, like, cars and watches. and yeah. And he had pretty good protection. So I'd like to see some advanced stat on like quarterback protection on like the Y axis and like holiday gift from the quarterback on the, on the X axis. Oh, it's definitely. Cause if yeah, that's yeah. true about Carson Wentz, that makes sense. He's hurt all the time. Yeah. And he's getting sacked every time I look up. Oh yeah. From left to right. His line is going downward for sure. It's, it's a very poor ROI Yeah, you know, on that scale. Um, so yeah, good for him. I'd be curious to see what Aaron Rodgers got his guys this year. Mac, I guess I just found out what he did. I think who's like always going to kill like Joe Burrow last year when he got his guys. He got his guys last year a subscription to like offensive linemen from pass blocking for dummies. Oh yeah, I was going to say he he just gets him like a <laughs> he gets him free admission to like a, a lineman camp next summer. <laughs> He just sends them each an invoice for his hospital bills. Who's mm-hmm. gotten, remember uh, Justin Fields in that one game where he got sacked like 10 times? I want to get those guys shit. <laughs> no. No gifts this year, fellas. Oh, that's a tough one. I, I'd honestly feel bad accepting request. that gift. <laughs> like they do, a, they do gifts after a game, and it was after that game where he got sacked like 20 times. I wouldn't accept that gift. I feel way too bad. No. But it's okay, kid. Keep keep your money. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't be able to look him in the eye. That's for sure. No. Or like, uh, nah, that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> like Alex, Alex Smith days, guys, after, after that season. Uh, sorry, I've been hung up a little bit. My uh, my legs now a uh, my, my legs now a centerpiece on my mantle in my in my living room. That's one of the weirdest stories. Was that this year? No, that must have been last year. Is that the tail? Yeah, he didn't play year. this year, right? Yeah, right. What a strange thing. His wife just like whatever uh, refurbished his fucking yeah whatever that was. Literally a metal leg that was put in place of his other ones. I saw some, I think it was Pele or someone posted a while ago, about the actual pictures from his surgery. Oh, Did you God. see that? That was gruesome. That was disgusting. Like a pot roast. That was so gross. Oh, that was nasty. I can't believe they let that man come back and play football. Yeah. That was brutal. I would literally, I'd treat that like, is like, this is my second chance at life. It's like, it's like those guys who like, like swerve at the last second from like a head on car collision like stop, get a second breath and be like, I really need to make better choices. And the first choice he made was to ask if he could start against Aaron Donald in the Rams in a football game. Yeah. Not on, good. The, on the one hand, like I do, his wife's present going back to originality, very original. Mm-hmm. She turned that one. very strange cast into like it's an, an NFT. table. Yeah. It's only one on the market. Yeah. I hope and that's that, the only one on the market. I hope they never have to use that piece of surgical equipment again. That cast was actually pretty well, not the cast itself, but like the uh, thing she turned it into. Pretty cool. Yeah, that was dope. It looked like a Star Wars like Super Bowl trophy, Lombardi trophy. The, gal- like Darth the Galaxy Vader had, Championship. Had to create a Lombardi yeah. trophy. Yeah, yeah. That I think that's what they gifted like the <clears throat> Darth Vader and his crew uh, at the end of A New Hope. And they just blew up and they just blew up that planet to win the whatever, whatever season that was. Uh, you catch the Pats game yesterday? I did. Yep. 
It was tough. Wish I didn't. Yeah, me too. I'd be okay without seeing it. Wire to wire victory for the Bills. Saw that today. Oh, haven't seen a good one of those in a while. Yeah, I don't know. I'm getting a little nervous. Actually, I was the the thing I, I mentioned I was looking up before we logged on. Um, I thought for some reason the Bills were like a game up, like in the records. They're tied, but they have the tiebreaker in the AFC East. So I'm like, all That's- right, there's still a good chance we can like win the division. Cause I think I think they should win Jacksonville and Miami's gonna be tough, but I think they can win those two games. Uh, but then I looked at the Bills. <laughs> the Bills are home against the Falcons. And then I think home against the Jets, week 18. Yep. They have Falcons and Jets at home. They do have Falcons on a short week. They have Falcons on Thursday, it looks like. Hmm. No, that doesn't make sense. It's at 1 p.m. Uh, <laughs> Sunday. Oh, my bad. There's only Sunday games this week. So, okay, yeah. So, Buffalo just won the division. Um, yep. <laughs> so, that's good. I don't think, uh, just going through here, I almost kind of want to do a quick – Kind of steal from Tyler's book, serious and unserious. I, there's like 23 teams I could see winning the Super Bowl this year. Who's the yeah. 23rd team right now? Take out 13 and 11. Every team in content who's not like mathematically eliminated, I could I could see winning the Super Bowl. Cleveland and Denver are towards the bottom in the AFC. Like, sure, why not? And then uh, Atlanta, Minnesota, Atlanta, and Washington are towards the bottom in the NFC. Sure, absolutely. Minnesota has some pretty good playmakers. Atlanta's been there before. Washington, who knows? Speaking of Alex Smith, um, I, I, re- I really don't know. And it's not, I'm not saying that like is a good thing. Like all these teams, I think are really good and competitive enough to win. I just don't think there's that many good teams in the NFL. Well, I, it's either going to be that, or it's just going to be like I said, preseason Chiefs, Bucks, and Tom Brady's probably just going to win the Super Bowl. Which at this point, I'm fine with. I don't care if Tom Brady is winning the Super Bowl again. <laughs> like I don't think it it's worth anyone's time to come up with an argument against it. Yeah, I'd be fine with it. I think that'd be an entertaining game. Like both of those teams are easily the two most entertaining like teams in the league. Um, and that's the other thing, like the two teams that are let, like teams are just getting decimated every week, whether mm-hmm. it's like health and safety protocols or just natural injuries or just teams coming back. Like I think the Patriots just came back to earth. Um, I think they're just, pro- I think they're probably going to finish how a lot of people thought they were going to finish a few games better than last year, sneak into the playoffs and maybe win a playoff game. I think that's probably what's going to happen. Uh, looking at these standings, I'll tell you what, there's one team. I don't know if they're going to do it this year, but that Cincinnati Bengals offense could be pretty good for uh, for the next handful of years. Yeah, they're pretty fun to watch. Good young players. They're very fun to watch. That, that might be like the – that has to be like the best, you know, like a draft them now type of scenario offense in the NFL. Yeah. With Burrow, Chase, all those guys. T. Higgins, even the other guy who scored yesterday, Tyler Boyd, Joe, Joe Mixon, like – Joe Mixon's probably having the best running back here by someone who's not named Jonathan Taylor, especially since like Derrick Henry got hurt, Dalvin Cook got hurt, or COVID or fucking or something. Uh, who else? There's really not many good running backs in the NFL. No. Ezekiel Elliott like, doesn't maybe. exist Zeke's, anymore. Zeke's washed. <laughs> Dude, that Rams happened. Don't quick. have one. Aaron Jones has been kind of quiet. I'm just looking through the standings, like the best teams. Aaron Jones is fine, but he's not up there. Cowboys are the two seed right now. Yeah, Zeke's 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 slowing down. The Rams is a committee. Then there's Fournette the, and Jones, Bucks and good. Fournette. Jones who? Uh oh, in Tampa, Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cardinals are a committee. Niners, who knows? Eagles stink. Saints, Kamara, I guess, but the Saints kind of stink. Like I said, Vikings, but Delvin Cook's out. Yeah, there's 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 two or three running, <laughs> two or three running backs in the NFL. One or two good ones. <laughs> so I don't think that should. And, and the, like I said, the Bengals happen to have one. So that'll be a good. T- it's like if if you put that roster on any other team not named the Bengals, they, I think they would be a a very scary team to face in the playoffs. Uh, unfortunately, it is still just the Bengals. So yeah, you never know. Like if it stopped today, let's see, Chiefs get a bye. 
And then the Titans, Titans are kind of a strange two seed. I mean, without Derrick Henry, I think Derrick Henry might be back. It sounds like, but you know, I don't, I don't know about you, but I don't, I don't often confuse Ryan Tannehill with uh, <laughs> Troy Aikman or Johnny Unitas in the playoffs. We would face, oh, we'd go, we'd go to Cincinnati. Sick. And I think, I think they'd win that game. Yeah, they'd win that game somehow. Bill Belichick would do something crazy to like eliminate uh, one of those eight really good offensive players I just named. Buffalo and Indy is a good game. Baltimore stinks. They're the seventh seed right now. Who the they're, fuck did yeah, they, they start yesterday? Do- uh, I don't know, but they, they're the ones who got their doors blown off by uh, by Cincinnati. Every time mm-hmm. they like shifted to that game, is Joe Burrow just on a 50-yard touchdown. <laughs> Chargers are on the outside. Chargers are better than the Ravens. Uh, Vegas, I don't know. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's had some pitiful quarterback play. Yep. I think I saw, I think it was uh, Nick's tape yesterday. Tweeted 2021 Ben Roethlisberger is the worst quarterback I've ever seen. And I don't have a very extensive argument <laughs> against it. No, I'm trying to disagree with that. I can't think of a way <laughs> either. Uh, Cleveland. Cleveland also has a pretty poor quarterback. What a, what a, what a, what an unserious team. They might be the most unserious team in the league. Maybe yeah. them in Pittsburgh, especially with some of the preseason. I think on this show, I think all of us were kind of in a, uh, general understanding that Cleveland would be in the conversation at the end of the year. They're terrible. That's just a terrible franchise. Uh, boy. That, yeah, that game by Baker was like, he has nothing outside of a strong arm. He throws it to the wrong team, but he throws it fucking hard. He throws but it, but he throws it yeah. to the wrong team. He puts some Crisco behind it, but it, it typically goes to a team in the other Jersey. Uh, not great. And then, God, there's some bad teams this year, too. Giant Giants. Did you see any of the Giants-Eagles games yesterday? I I had that channel uh, removed from my cable package for the day. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not a bad idea. Jake Fromm started for the Giants, who I didn't know was still in the league. Uh, they look terrible. I was thinking the other day, I don't know if I said this on here. Maybe I was just, like, talking to someone. Uh Running back is a really frustrating position to like, like Saquon, like get drafted high to such a terrible organization when, when a, when a good peak is like pretty much the length of your rookie contract, like three or four years, like yeah. he's going to be done in a couple of years. He's really good. He's just, they, they haven't figured him out. Dude, I swear. I don't think I've like sat down and watched the giants game in a while just because I felt the need to or desire to, I swear every time I look like a ticker, it's like Saquon Barkley like 15 carries for like 23 yards. Like, I don't think I've seen him average more than two yards a carry. I think he's involved in the passing game, maybe, especially back when they had decent quarterback play. But that's 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 one of the more unserious franchises the last few years, too. Hold on. Has he been playing too. all year? No, I think he might have missed some time. And he, he misses time every year. Let me see. Let me go to his old fantasy projections. Because I want to say that he missed the entire last season. He missed it? He missed one year. I think it was two years ago. Is when he uh, had a serious leg injury, like a few weeks in. Last year, I think he missed time. Uh, let's see. Here he is. Yeah, he missed uh, week five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and then came back to put up this fantasy numbers. Came to put up 12, 11, 14, 21, 12, and he had seven points last night, but look at this. All right. Six carries, 25 yards, 13 for 40, 11 for 55. I guess these are decent. Well, not really. <laughs> like I, He hasn't eclipsed more than 64 yards this season in a game. I was going to say, even if yeah, he's that's a decent good. average, he's not, he's not busting out any long runs. No, he sure isn't. Yeah. That's, t- that's not, that's not second overall draft pick type of, uh, Type of numbers argue. Those, those are, are huge uh, quads. Probably the best quads in the game. I don't oh, know yeah. how those. I don't know if you get. I don't forget how I set up our scoring. I don't know how that correlates with fantasy scoring. I believe it's every inch of circumference. Circumference is a <laughs> well, P- you get a bonus. PPC points per circumference. I'm just looking at this this guy's team who has him. 
Uh, Antonio Brown, 10 catches, a bucko one in the air last night. He's back. I think his zero tolerance policy starts now, yes. not back when it was announced. <laughs> that was our fault for not reading the fine print. Uh, yeah, they're, 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 I say all that to say that team's just going to win the Super Bowl. It'll probably be uh, the Packers are going to be an unserious team in the NFC Championship, no matter how good they are. I, think, yeah. I feel like they're just as good this year as they always are. They're always right. they never lose three or four games, um, and they always have they always host the NFC Championship in Lambeau in January, and uh, it's always someone else playing the next round. So what are you going to do? In the, I feel like in the Tom Brady era and us growing up being Patriots fans, it's mm-hmm. always been the Steelers and the Packers that are the two teams that like at some point during the season really someone good. calls them a contender, and yeah. it's like no, they're not. No, they're going to get to the NFC or AFC division championship game and when they yeah, lose yeah, yeah. it'll be it'll be a big disappointment <laughs> correct i mean i know we have a lot of listeners who are going to want to close their ears but the cowboys are the same thing every oh, yeah. year except the years when they truly stink Mo- as long as they're 500 this is the cowboys year yep. and i don't remember the last time they were past week two or, or round two of the playoffs like I, like I said, like I don't have confidence in any. I have confidence. I could like as far as what I can realistically see in the Super Bowl, Chiefs. I don't see anyone else in the AFC. Not Titans. Not Bengals. Not Bills. I don't think the Patriots. Maybe if something crazy happens, uh, NFC, Bucks. I may, may like I just said maybe the Packers because they say that every year, but probably not. Cowboys, no. Rams, I think, are, I don't know. Stafford had, I think, like nine picks yesterday. Yeah, two up and down. Cardinals, no. Cardinals, no. Mm, I think the Niners could be a scary team if they get it clicking. They have some really good playmakers. And somehow Jimmy G went to a Super Bowl. They, they beat the Packers, right, that year the Niners went? I think that was the NFC Championship. Hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. So a, a team from California goes into Lambeau in January and wins. And then last year, a team from Southern Florida comes into Lambeau in January and wins. So no, that ain't it. What do you think would be better for the offseason? Aaron Rodgers to lose like embarrassingly in the playoffs and then go on his offseason tour or win the Super Bowl and then go on his offseason tour? I think if he wins, it would be more entertaining. I think it'd be, yeah. I think it'd be more, in what way? Like, you think he'd be more considering In everyone's face about it. (laughs) Like, at any chance he gets. You think he's out either way? I don't know. I I feel like like maybe not. I I know we talked about this, but I don't see the benefit of leaving that situation. Especially if you win. Like, you just won. You just proved you have the best team. Probably the best receiver. And you're probably the best quarterback. Yeah, and then you're gonna go to Denver or like Pittsburgh or Carolina or wherever he wants to go. I'm not sure because like I, I feel like maybe he was still considering it while the season started, but then once mm. the uh, the vaccination stuff happened, I feel like he was oh, like, yeah. "Well, about everyone here, no matter what I do, I'm fucking untouchable." Not that he wouldn't be anywhere else too, but like right. I don't know. It anytime I've seen his post game interviews, it sounds like he's pretty happy there. So good point. Yeah, I I saw. One place that would be interesting is Pittsburgh because apparently mm-hmm. he and Mike Tomlin are, are like cool or whatever, which would be interesting for him to go there. But that would be another perfect like, OK, cool. Go there and lose in like the AFC divisional game if you want. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know if that surrounding cast is all that better than Green Bay. It's I guess it's the coach. If he likes Tomlin better, that's something. Um, definitely would a more like competitive see- division Yeah, Going from the NFC North to the AFC North. I would like to see some quarterbacks move around. I'd like to see him go somewhere else. Russell Wilson. I don't know. Oh, yeah, he's out, too. I can't imagine he wants to stick around Seattle. Dude. (laughs) That team is on. That team stinks. They're back to the old Seahawks. Yeah. Big time. I I saw the. (laughs) uh, I think it was like before kickoff of the um, Seahawks Bears game in Seattle. And it was like Mm -hmm. the the five and ten Seahawks about to host the four and nine Bears. With a fucking snowstorm coming down, and they show Russell Wilson uh, warming up, and I'm like, this guy, this is the last place that this guy wants to be. Nah, there's there's no reason to play that <clears> game <throat> or air that game on television. Mm-mm. 
especially on holiday weekend. Like there's no reason to force those cameramen to come into work. Uh, there was another good one yesterday too. Jags, Jets, Giants, Eagles, Chargers, Texans, who Chargers got beat comfortably. Broncos, Raiders, like what are we doing with these games? And like I said, next week's even worse. Falcons, Bills, Gi- Giants, Bears, Jags, oh, Patriots, Bucks, Jets. Oh boy, there could be some tough ones tough cookies this weekend oh god lot this four o'clock slate next week is gonna blow texans 49ers panthers saints lion <laughs> lions seahawks cards cowboys i guess is a good game but it's like none of these teams are serious like these teams aren't gonna win the super bowl Mm-mm. like i just don't it, you could say that about probably any league um like parody's fine in the regular season, but no one in their right mind is going to, unless, like I said, something crazy happens with an injury or COVID protocol, but no one's going to, no one's going to argue against Tom Brady in the playoffs. I don't think anyone's going to argue against chiefs in the playoffs either. No, I think unless it's- the Patriots look really good the next two weeks, which they could, because they're playing not great teams, but no, that's not going to happen. Like, I, I think if anything, and this isn't really a knock on him because he's a rookie, but Mac Jones isn't going to win a shootout in Arrowhead against Patrick Mahomes. No. It's not going to happen. And you can't do that bullshit like alternative plan like they did in, in Buffalo. So, no, of course none of that's going to happen. Neither is Ryan Tannehill or Carson I, Wentz. Maybe Joe Burrow could, but no one else's. I think it's really weird and like so stupid when people get worked up about a, a midseason loss from someone like a – a Brady or Mahomes or, or more, more better comparison is probably like Brady versus LeBron, like removing mm. this season where the Lakers suck, but like, mm. like everyone keeps talking about uh, Brady not being able to beat the saints in the regular season. And it's like, I don't think yeah. Tom Brady gives a shit. No, I'm sure. I'm sure he's annoyed by the inconvenience of it, but if he gets to the playoffs, he'll fucking smoke them. Like he did last season. Yeah. I'm <laughs> It was the same thing when he was in New England, like every, and whether this is true or not, it is, uh, it was like, well, Miami always plays New England tough at home. It's like, yes, but they win to go like four and 11 and we lose to go 13 and three. Yeah. <laughs> like it's in the grand scheme of things. It really doesn't matter. So, oh my God, they used to do the same thing with uh, going to play in Denver. Obviously there was a few true. years when Peyton Manning was there, but besides that still. Yeah, correct. He'd go there. Pittsburgh, they, Denver. They like shit. Yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. Cool. It's fucking October. Like, right. Yeah. We, ju- we just lost to go five and one and they, they're now one and five. So I don't think it's, it's more than a blip on the radar. Did you, uh, I actually didn't, I didn't listen to it, but I saw the clip going around. Did you, did you see when that person asked Bill Belichick about his new year's resolutions? I did. <laughs> what did he actually say? I didn't, I didn't watch what he said. I just saw like people like giving that reporter a hard time. So she, she asked him if, um, what is, oh, res- it, was a, it was a female. Yeah. Oh God. He must have eaten. <laughs> she asked him if he could give an answer on, uh, what his resolutions are right now. And, and he just goes, yeah, not right now. Um, and then it was silence for two or three seconds. And then he goes, maybe next week though. Oh. And then that was it. So he didn't light her up, hmm. but I'm sure that made him regret apologizing to the media from a week ago. <laughs> that was a great story. I don't think when we he, talked about that. <laughs> oh my god, that was like crazy. those those sound clips they pulled for like ninety eight five throughout the week were so so good. Yeah. Hey, I'm sorry, fellas. <laughs> you know, it's it's not your fault. Yeah, it's not your fault. He had one where someone asked him a question and like like oh thanks, Bill, and just like like cheery is always oh you're welcome. Like even just that seems so. Like someone like possessed him, like in like a Conjuring movie or something. Mm-hmm. That was one of the stranger. That might be the strangest sports story of the year. Like just seeing Bill Belichick proactively apologize for being a dickhead, which he's been for twenty years, and then like continuing just be like over the top polite after a loss. Mm-hmm. I did like, think if he that, was like... like that after like a blowout win. I would still find it strange. Oh yeah, so, I I don't know. I did think that like even when I was watching the the original press conference live when he was being a dick after the um, 
Who did they play? Uh, Indy. Okay. Indy lost. Yeah. After that, I was like, yeah, I know that was a big loss, but he's had bigger losses and he was for sure. Absolutely. He acted like that was the Super Bowl. The way that's that what I mean. That breaks character. Anything non neutral is breaking character. Yeah. I guess like non neutral leaning towards like negative um, is definitely breaking character. So, dude, he, he said the same thing over and over for like 15 minutes straight. He was just like, yeah, I don't know how many different ways I can answer this. We didn't coach well. We didn't play well. <laughs> we didn't the best prepare ones. well. <laughs> it, I, I also kind of get it. It's like you've been doing this long enough and these people are still asking you the same questions. I'd probably get frustrated. I would just be like, exactly how I said it. I don't know how many, I don't know how you want me to answer this question. <laughs> I've been answering the same questions every time we lose for the last 20 years. The and handful the, of regular season losses we've had over the last 20 years, you ask me the same questions. And exactly. Same for the same reasons. I, th- I think that's the biggest point is that it's the same thing as the Brady thing we just talked about, where it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, dude, I'm, I'm not going to go fucking 16 and 0. Uh, mm-hmm ever uh except for that one time so yeah i fucking lost like get over it yeah but they have their job to do too you got to remember that people in the media keep that in mind it's kind of i'm sorry especially this time of year yeah for sure uh let's move on (laughs) i don't know do you want to give 30 seconds to the celtics (laughs) there's nothing like speaking of unserious teams I guess the question I was going to ask you, like, where does, where does this not even considering like the COVID protocol? Cause that's, that's everyone at this point. Like this, this has to rank upwards of just like non-interesting, frustrating, completely unserious Celtics teams saying the last like 10 to 15 years. It sucks that we're having this conversation. Cause I'm pretty sure we had the exact same conversation last year and we brought mm-hmm. up like the Yuri Welsh era to compare it to yeah i'd probably watch that right now <laughs> i'm pretty sure that's who's playing tonight in this like timberwolves game tatum's yeah. out uh and then i saw marcus smart i think was out for non-covid reasons or he was questionable i know the game's already started so whatever i, I don't have it on um the only thing i said is like and i know there's there's like one one, one thought i did have is like thank god like we don't do this like professionally like having to like contractually professionally cover the Celtics team just sounds terrible. Like you mm-hmm. have to put in these hours to watch the games, critique the games, write stories. Uh, I don't know. Talk about them like more than the bare minimum uh, would not be great. I just like at this point, it's like, it's not like a, I don't think it's like a bandwagon thing. I don't, I, it's just at this point in my life, like there's better ways I can use two hours on like a Tuesday night then sit down and watch wire to wire Celtics calves or like even like that Christmas game. That was a perfect example of like, it was on in the house. I was kind of watching it here and there. They were maintaining like what seemed like a double digit lead comfortably throughout most of the time. And then I just refreshed my phone at night and saw they lost by like four or five. And it's like, Oh, okay. That's, that's typically how these games go against decent opponents. Yeah. They ended the game with Uh, a, a seven point play. So that's how Mm, that's that's pretty sick. (laughs) No, I mean, that's how I assume most of these games go, because like you said, they lead for most of it, look competent, uh, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it's another L. So, yeah, my other thought, too, was, um, you know, we talk a lot. People talk a lot about, I think, like blowing it up is an exaggeration, but some sort of shakeup with like Tatum Brown and I guess smart because there's really no one else to lump in as a third player, uh, which is speaks for itself as far as the season is going. I think we, and pretty much everyone we've talked to has kind of been, you don't need to trade one of those two guys or both of them are smart. But at this point I was thinking like, what's like, what's the ceiling of not doing that versus like, what's the ceiling of trading Tatum or trading Brown or trading younger guys like Williams and picks and whatever. Cause like as much as people argue to, you know, you got to keep the the core two together. It seems the ceiling is like a, maybe a four seed and like maybe an Eastern conference finals. So at this point, if something crazy happened, I'd probably get over it quickly. If it was something at least excite, like at least exciting, like, you know, Bradley Beal or whoever else is out there this summer, even honestly, at this point, I would just take draft picks 
and just hope hope we draft fun players. So at this point, it's really just not worth watching and getting 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 my hopes up too much. I don't see it going anywhere enjoyable. Dude, following any of the media, the Celtics media on Twitter, half of the frustration comes from seeing the fucking injury report report every day. COVID aside, mm-hmm. this team is always fucking injured. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, chronic, consistent injuries. Like every Langford, other game. Brown, Robert Williams, Smart's out now. Who Horford's like Horford, I mean, <laughs> always. Yeah. And now you throw in four or five COVID guys a week. So yep. I generally, like Joe Johnson's going to get 40 minutes tonight. Uh, who else? Bruno Fernando's going to get 30 plus. What, yeah. Who's that other guy? Hernan Gomez or whatever. Yeah. Juancho. <laughs> he's going to, he's going to get. Oh, he's going to win minutes. the Tommy award tonight for sure. Well, let's get a little box, box score here. Oh, they're going with the, the double big tonight. Al Horford and Rob Williams. Yep. I don't know who's playing where, but these are the five starters. Horford, Rob Williams, Peyton Pritchard, Jalen Brown, and, and Romeo Langford. Yeah, they're actually so I, still in yes. the game five minutes uh, five minutes in, so it, it, that's it a win. Like, who cares? Who are they playing against? T-Wolves. Yeah, I know. I meant like literally who was, who was on this team. Oh, no one that they I They have a bunch seen. of guys out too. Yep. Greg Greg Monroe is suited and on the and on the bench for the Timberwolves in 2021. It says M Beasley. I know that's Malik Beasley, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was Michael. And Malik Good. Beasley's on COVID protocol. <laughs> I'm looking on the court, and I'll tell you right now, I don't see Cat, I don't see D'Angelo no. Russell, and I don't see nope. Anthony Edwards. So nope. your guess is as so, good as mine. <laughs> you don't see me watching it. <laughs> yeah. Like we already don't see my eyeballs how, on the TV. No, we talked about how brutal this month was, uh, which is holding true. But this is it's just ten times worse. They beat Cleveland the other day, right? Yeah, I think they did. I, I think I said that the game they'd beat Cleveland, they'd win this game. I think they've lost to everyone else. No, they beat Milwaukee, one of the early Milwaukee games. Mm-hmm. They beat uh, Portland on the road trip by accident. Okay. Yeah, definitely by accident. So, nah, it's still, it's still, uh, it's still a bad Knicks. month. Yeah, and if now Tatum's out for 10 days or whatever. I wish they would say, they don't say like if you test positive or not, right? It's basically just enter yeah. health and safety protocol. Because Tatum had COVID, I thought a pretty serious case of COVID last year. Yeah. I yeah, he was one of like the, I wouldn't say few, but. It definitely wasn't nearly as rampant last year, and he was definitely one of the biggest names. Yep. And it took yep. him like he I still think the rest of the it. season to recover. Yes. Yeah. Usually in losses, when he had poor shooting nights, um, he would mention about he would remind us that he had COVID <laughs> <laughs> frequently. <laughs> and then when he'd have good games, he'd plug his Ruffles chips and Subway commercials. So yeah. it was a very strange season last year with him. Maybe but, his appearance uh, on the Knuckleheads podcast would uh, <laughs> would be would be mentioned by accident. Dude, I still think it's speaking of that subway commercial. I still think it's so strange that Draymond Green has like a like a legit podcast, like he's an NBA like media podcast host throughout the season talking about the league he plays in. That's mm-hmm. so strange. That's so strange to me. I, I it's just it's just gonna be very weird if that's the direction this goes because there's handfuls of players in both leagues. Well, I don't know about the NFL. I don't think there's any NFL players who have a podcast during the season. I assume they're far too injured during the week to do anything but like or, recover from CTE. Or just like, aren't you always? I guess maybe basketball is different. I just picture NFL players are literally always doing NFL. Yeah, like they're always in the facility. They're watching film and practicing. Yeah, and not not uh not you know lining up guests for their their podcast on a weekly basis i'm trying to think like before this year what cj mccollum is he and jj reddick i think we're oh jj like, reddick yeah yeah but that's different i mean and, the, and they were pretty much like one the foot two out the door. yeah cj mccollum's a pretty good example but well again that's nba so i mean yeah. it's still the same league which which is very strange but anyway uh i don't i don't want to spit like i i always say the I take, I start to take, I think the season gets a little more serious at Christmas. 
I don't feel any more serious a couple of days after it than I did a couple of days before. I was going to say, this it might a, be going the a, other way. This is a terrible, terrible season of basketball. Like the COVID stuff is a little like shitty sprinkle on top, but even before, like it, none of these teams are serious. I think I said, I wrote it down what I said the other day. As far as like who I can, for the next like four or five years, as far as people I can, li- it is kind of like I said in football with like the Chiefs and the Bucks. People I can legit seeing win a championship is Giannis, KD, Steph, LeBron. And I said Kawhi, but I guess he won one recently. Kawhi's hurt and mm. the Lakers are terrible. So that really leaves Giannis, KD, and Steph, I would say, can legit win the championship this year. And of course, go figure. They each have like a top two or three seed in their in their respective conference. Outside of that, no one, no one, it's not going to go any other direction. I don't. I don't think Demar Derozan's going to hoist up the Larry O'Brien this year, <laughs> or or whoever else, Donovan Mitchell. I was about to say someone. I was about to say oh, the Suns, but then I remembered uh, Chris Paul's on. Chris that Paul? No, nah, he's not on that list. Yeah, he doesn't make that list. No, it's Durant, Steph, and LeBron. And I think if the Lakers can make the, I assume they're going to do something. And I think if they make the playoffs, it's kind of hard to argue when they lost last year. But I saw a pretty good mashup the other day of just like Russell Westbrook plays, and it was bad. Like either a hideous bricks or him just driving like one on five to the basket and just like throwing the ball up over his head. Yeah, somehow loses That's it into like the fifth row going for a layup. Somehow. Anthony Davis just falls every five minutes. Uh, who else? And then it's just a bunch of old, old veterans we made fun of in like Carmelo Anthony. Like, I don't know why we people thought this team was going to be so good. But they were, I, I think we both said too, we expected them, I guess, favorites to win. But it it's it's easy to like uh, talk about names before you see them start playing. Like now that the guys are playing, this is exactly how this Lakers team should probably look, which it does. And I don't see LeBron staying okay with it for a while. I mean, you've watched Russell Westbrook be a terrible shooter his entire career. And I, for some reason, thought that was not going to be as big of a problem this year. And it's even bigger than I thought. I'd argue it's worse. Yeah, it's somehow gotten worse. He's somehow taken it upon himself to shoot more and make less. Dude, his, his, I'm pretty sure I saw the same mashup today on Twitter too. Um, mm-hmm. He's got to have the funniest, like, like highlight, re- well, low light reel out of anyone in the NBA. Those <sighs> plays are so fucking funny. And yeah, then, like, the other bad. thing is, um, he, and as much credit as he gets for just playing hard and having a whatever, just a nonstop motor, that is true on the offensive end. <laughs> mm. On the defensive end, if I was watching the same one as you, there were times where it just looked like he didn't know who the fuck he was guarding. There was a bunch of clips in there where he was just kind uh, of standing around, not doing anything. <laughs> and then all of a sudden someone would catch a three in the corner and like hit it in his face. Yeah. And then, and then he has the nerve to turn around and like with his hands up and just get super frustrated at, I don't know, someone who wasn't at fault. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's, that's just a strange team. And it's, it's, it's tough too. Cause it's like a lot of those teams with big names, sometimes you give them like a buffer year um, and then, you know, they turn it around the next year, but they're all too old. Like, I don't know if there's, there's time for next year. Like Carmelo Anthony very well could retire next year. Uh, and then I don't even know who I don't, I can't even keep like, know who else is on that team. It's just Dwight. Like, such a random same. And yep. Dwight could retire. Rondo Avery Bradley could retire. Rondo could retire. Dude, Avery Bradley point, has LeBron been on like three retire. teams this season. He's everywhere. He's he's gotten around. I don't know why you'd want to settle with the Lakers, but he's there. So anyway, um, I think the Nets comfortably will win out East. At least the West, it'll be interesting. The War, who whoever's going to play the Warriors, it'll be interesting. Suns or Jazz or someone, but uh, yeah, it'll probably be the Nets. And then they have Kyrie. I mean, I'm curious to see how the Kyrie thing works. That is going to be strange because <laughs> I there's like there's no way they let this carry into the playoffs. Like if they're really cooking with him and they figure it out and then you realize like, hey, we're going to get to the finals, but we're going to miss you. For if they're if they're they might want to get the lower seeds, so they get more Kyrie. But if, if they're the home team and have four games, that's 
if he's playing well, it's like, what are we doing? They would, I still think if he plays well, I think he'll, he might get it. Did you watch the Christmas Day game with them? uh, A little bit. He didn't play. LeBron played, right? LeBron played and Harden played. LeBron, did Westbrook play? I think so. (laughs) And they still, still got smoked by just Harden in the nets. Harden and Patty Mills, respectfully, yes. <laughs> you see that play by Harden on uh, Taylor Horton Tucker? Uh, which one? Where he pretty much like gave him, him a vasectomy. Oh, that. <laughs> before I did pulling see up that. for a three. Yeah, it was like a Street Fighter punch. It was like a Mortal <laughs> Kombat mood. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, there was nobody. This The next starters were, uh, let's see. I think what speedy yeah nicholas claxton bruce brown patty mills james harden and uh deandre bembry at center Jesus smokes and then their bench consisted of paul Millsap, blake griffin <laughs> langston galloway so that means has joe harris been injured mm, not sure oh yeah russ played 37 minutes, four for 20 from the field. Triple-double. Boy, is he a terrible offensive shooter. That's a tough That's a tough split. Four for 20. Only took three three-pointers, though. Didn't make any of them. It probably hit off like the side of the backboard. Dude, Darren, Darren Collison played 12 minutes. Yeah, this, I this, about is tough time. this is tough times in the league. I don't know what they're going to do. I think the NFL's, I think, even in more trouble. If this carries over to the playoffs, which unless they change the protocol, uh, I don't. there's no reason to believe this wouldn't just continue into the playoffs. So if this happens like championship week or even like wildcard weekend, like that can screw up a lot of things. I, I think you genuinely have to just quarantine your team. Like they have to just commit to quarantining, like live at the facility. During the playoffs, I was going to say Tampa. Just... Like I think Brady would pay his guys to just live in the live in the facility. He's already lost everyone. He lost Godwin, non COVID, but Godwin's. I saw and I saw Mike Evans got put on the list today. Mm-hmm. So it's him, Antonio Brown, and Leonard Fournette. I think the NFL is either just going to have to not disclose the positives so that we don't find out. No, that's what I mean. They have to change the protocol because the virus isn't going to change. So they would yeah. have to change how they test and how they put people in which I think they will because it's all about money. There's way too much money on the line. If it's Chiefs, Bucks in the Super Bowl and Tom Brady, Mahomes, and Antonio Brown get positive tests on Wednesday. We're not going to know about it. Yeah. Roger Goodell is going to jump out his balcony. It's either that or they'll just be like, no, we just don't have a protocol anymore and just completely relax everything and be like, no, anyone can play. We're at the point where we might as well. I find a strange, like a lot of players happen to just pop up on the list on Mondays, like after playing yesterday. Like I, that is always seemed, seemed a little sketchy to me. Like you guys are fine. Yeah. Someone call it a coincidence. I don't know. I would ask a uh, lead viral lead head virologist, Aaron Rodgers to put in some protocols and go from there. Oh man. I still don't get how it's more like if a, if one person in your position group tests positive, I don't get how everyone isn't a close contact. They all sit in the same room and watch film. They run drills all day. It's just very, very back and forth. So where are we living? I think that's how we started this episode. Sure is. Um, Keep spinning. And here we are coming... just playing, paying bills on a floating rock. <laughs> it's pretty depressing to think about <laughs> Uh, we're coming up on time. Did you want to touch on any 2021 stuff? I said, um, like, we can go through like, some of the top stuff, but I was looking at like lists of like best movies, best songs, best shows. I didn't, I didn't do like anything new this year. I didn't see any new movies. I don't think I didn't listen to any new music. I'm trying to think of TV shows. Like, what did we watch this year? I watched season three of You. I'm trying to think what else came out this year. I watched Succession, but that was like just because I finally caught up to it. So I guess the latest season of Succession I watched, you. Uh, there weren't any like documentaries that came out that I watched. You, you watched Barry, 
but that's not. New. I did catch up on Barry. That's what I mean. Like I watched, I watched a lot of things, but none of them are new. Um, let's see. What's there has to be series on Netflix. Uh, was there Ozark this year? I think Ozark season three was earlier this year. Yeah. Right? Yep. So that was really good. I didn't see any movies. I haven't seen Spider Man. I didn't see Dune. I didn't see that Alec Baldwin movie. Dune's good. It's a lot of sand. Oh, sick. Okay. Like, what's a new movie? Did you go to the movies this year? A few. Uh, I saw Quiet Place 2. Okay. Oh, I watched Paranormal Activity. Oh. That's pretty good. And The Conjuring. Yep. I saw that one. Saw Old. Not good. Yep. Heard that song. Old was the title. Not good. It was my rating of it. Yep. Um, saw the new Halloween. Is all right. That. I didn't see that at all. I wonder if Dan Bowling's um, caught that one yet. <laughs> Did but, you ever and, get to, and, get around to uh, Midsummer or? No, that's not this year though. Is it? Hereditary. Mm-mm. I think you should. Uh, no, when's when Midsummer come out? Uh, twenty seventeen or eighteen. They're both a few years old. <laughs> New to me, so no, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it at all. Uh, oh, the Sopranos movie. I watched the first three quarters of that. <laughs> that was so bad. Oh, God. I can't believe how bad that was. Did you ever watch that movie, The Irishman? I yes. haven't. You didn't like it? I, I, I haven't seen it. A little long, a little dry. But it's got like cool people in it. What did you think of the scenes where they had uh, the oldest guy? Was it De Niro was the oldest character? Like there were some words in there. Oh, oh God. De Niro, Joe Pesci. It was like the Lakers. It was like like Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci and Al Pacino all came back for one last, one last run run at the title. Yeah. They, they aged themselves in that movie. Well, didn't they do the, uh, wasn't there a couple scenes where it was like, all right, these guys are old as fuck and you're still having them kick the shit out of people. And it looked like they were old, but then they had the CGI to make them look a little less old facially. Yeah, so Robert De Niro's character probably spanned from like his 20s, maybe early 30s up to like current age, maybe older. <laughs> so it was strange. Like it, I don't know if it was as much, I guess it was, if, if it was CGI, fine, but it, it was something. But I mean, you stretch a character that long in the movie. I, I feel like it's, it's probably easier to make a young person look old than vice versa, right? Like you can uh, put yes. more yeah. on someone to look old. I think than to young them up. Yeah, I guess it's easier to put like fake wrinkles on someone than to like smooth out someone's old skin to play like a twenty year old. But that's basically what they had to do. Um, that movie come out this year. I no w- I think it was the end of last year actually. Okay, but, um, but again, that just kind of helps stretch like how long this year's been. Like we said at the beginning, because one of the first I know you put Alyssa some stuff. One, some of the first stuff you put in, um, going all the way back to January sixth. <laughs> that was six days into the year that 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 seems like five years ago dude they knew what they were doing they were setting us up for the rest of the year because they were like sure if you can handle this yeah this is what the rest of the year is gonna look like yeah if you can handle this you can handle uh, paul pierce having a good time on on hall of fame weekend <laughs> and then uh the bernie sanders meme was good that was a fun weekend for mm-hmm. sure was that the that inauguration? Was, is that what that yeah, was? I think from? That was January twentieth. Yeah, I don't think that was from the Capitol. I think that was from a couple weeks later. <laughs> Did you imagine if it was. He was just watching the whole thing unfold. <laughs> Disappointed. Uh, yeah. So you had Myers Leonard incident, and that reminded me too. I keep thinking Brenneman's this year, but Brenneman was definitely last year. But mm-hmm. it kind of just trickles down into every year, probably for the rest of my life. Myers Leonard was interesting. It also, I meant I didn't mention this in the text. That was that same time with that high school announcer too, the guy who had his a little low blood sugar. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that was fucking great. guy. That was that was probably the worst. I, I'd give him the award for worst apology of the year. I was gonna say he should doubt. not work in public relations. No, absolutely not. Uh, Rachel Nichols, you know firsthand. That was, a, that was an interesting weekend for you, huh? Yeah. I, 
I think the funny thing is too now, if you follow her on whatever Twitter or Instagram, I'll see what her periodically. <laughs> That's your guess as good as mine because I know she's still with ESPN, but oh, she doesn't even that. do like. As far as I know, I don't think she does any sideline basketball coverage. She obviously doesn't have the studio oh, show anymore after the Maria Taylor thing. Mm-hmm. And well, because Maria Taylor's out at ESPN, right? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Now she's on Sunday Night Football with with uh, Drew Brees. Dungy and Chris Sims. <laughs> it towers over all those guys, which is hilarious. Yeah. Huh. Good for her. <laughs> but yeah, Rachel Nichols, every time I see her post, it's like a selfie of her and she'll just be like enjoying like a nice day in I don't know sunny California or something. I'm just like, yeah, you <laughs> probably want to kill yourself after what happened this year. <laughs> yeah, geez. Uh, let's see, cinnamon toast crunch with shrimp in it. That was a that was a good weekend. That was yeah. Fun. I remember we had Justin on to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Bread etiquette. We also had Justin on. That might be up there for tweet of the year, tweet poll of the year for sure. Yeah. Tweet poll ratio of the year. Um. We'll never see numbers like that again. No, that was like <laughs> that. That was Wilton's sixties. That'll never happen anymore. That was like, uh, yeah, seventy-two and ten, or seventy-three and nine, rather. Golden State. I think we were talking um, about how, like, uh, if there was one thing that could unite people this year. It was that fucking poll. A good poll, yeah. I, with someone just being so wrong. I I think it ended up being like ninety-eight to two. It was tough. Yeah, it was tough. And I'd she almost just kept rather doubling down. Yeah. I'd be very interested in seeing meeting those people who who are part of that two percent. <laughs> Speaking of two percent, uh, the milk crate challenge—you had that down there as well. Yeah. That was a strange time. I bet looking back, that was much shorter than we thought. It's probably a couple of days, mm-hmm. but that was just weird. It's like those days when you like it's like the Nancy Reagan thing. Like you're gonna log on Twitter or social media and just see this weird trending thing, um, of just weird trending things. Milk crate was a good one. Kind of like the PS5, like PS5 sales. That was fun to follow. Yeah. People getting openly frustrated on a product that I don't, I still don't think exists, uh, trying to buy it online. Milk crate was good. Regan was recent. Uh, what else did you have? Sorry, I just closed out. Oh, <laughs> I did forget um, the Don Jr. Griff meme. That was a wild roller coaster of a night. Yeah. For a niche audience. I'm not sure Griff has recovered from that. What a strange thing to see. That is part of like being a a national well-known meme. You could, you never know where you're going to wind up. Yeah. And certainly never know which context. If I remember the meme itself was terribly like unfunny, right? Or like, it didn't make, it didn't make sense. Yeah. Something, if some, something about like legal immigrants, I think. Yeah. I don't think he, which of course, yeah, of course, for some reason, um, Donald Jr. thought the best thing was to see how I can force this on the college college me kid. Very strange. It's almost like, yeah, I, I like him sitting with his publicist, like, all right, I want to get a good illegal immigration tweet out there, but I want to like, I, I want it to hit with the youths. So let's Google like what a fun meme is. And then how can we fuse the two together? Mm-hmm. And maybe the Griff one was the first to come up in images and they just had to go with it. But it was fitting a square peg in a round circle. Around yeah, a meme, a meme that was popular in 2013. <laughs> it was like the beginning of the meme age, realistically. It, it was an OG, OG yeah. meme for sure. Absolutely. And Don was like, oh, yeah, this one's going to fucking oh, slap. Oh, this is going to slap. <laughs> he must have Googled college to get that meme. Oh, good point. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. He's yeah. trying to expand his college demo. We need to uh, we need to hit the eighteen to twenty to twenty two demographic. I hope one day, I don't know if Griff would be listening to this. I hope one day he has a son and they reenact that picture. That'd be so cool. Oh yeah, that'd be like really. That actually would be sick. That would be sick. Yeah, like that'd be dope to have like in his in his foyer of his mansion, off all his meme royalties he's been collecting over these years. Reader's Digest does a 20, 25th year anniversary. Where are they now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or it's like, or it's like take your kid to work day or no, like career day. <laughs> it just brings in Griff to talk about the meme, like with like one of those big printout things to put on an easel and just like talk about it. 
Oh man. Griff comes in with the same uh, like LG Voyager phone. Yeah. UNH hoodie. Yeah. Um, but anyway, like I said, I I don't think this was one of my favorite years of, of the 32 I've been living. I really have no need to reminisce too much on it. There's some funny stuff. There's some terrible things. Uh, next year is probably going to be just as terrible with maybe a, a, a sprinkle of funny things. But uh, I will obviously... I'm sure you'd agree. We'll shout out everyone who's been following the show this year. Another fun year. Had some great guests on. Mm-hmm. Good interaction. I don't know why, but the downloads keep going up. Followers keep going up. So, again, I definitely don't know why. It doesn't make any logical sense. No, I've done the studies. But, uh, and if ever there was a year to do research, I did the mm-hmm. research. And I don't have I've any information to, to present no. to you. Nope. So, appreciate that. Um and then I guess we'll be on to 2022 soon enough. Anything, uh, anything from you before we hop off? No. Um, oh, well, we said this in the beginning, but huh. put these headsets on 150 times. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. But yeah, aside from that, um, go Patriots. Hope, hopefully they fucking make the playoffs. I hope honestly. they beat the Jags. <clears throat> I, I, I even like. I can't even stretch my imagination to talk this into being a trap game. I can't, I, I don't think it's there yet. The Jags are too bad. Yeah. <laughs> Which means 14, 13 Patriots. That'd be a very tight game. It'd be a, yeah. I'm, I, I think we have some plans to um, have the splash brothers plus uh, uh-huh. Ash on in, uh, in some due time. And I'm going to be pissed because right now the plan is to do a playoff preview since they love the Cowboys and we're Pats fans. But I'm going to be yes, pissed. Yes, we'll facilitate that one. Yeah. It could, it could just <laughs> be us talking injury. Cowboys. Have you seen the spread? Of Patriots Jacks? Right? Yeah. I'm going to guess by your reaction it's like 10? 15 and a half. Holy shit. They're that bad? <laughs> That's absurd. Actually, I couldn't name a person besides uh, Trevor Lawrence. No, that's fair too, I guess. Like Buffalo is 14 and a half. Who's Falcons? Home against the Falcons. Wait, the Falcons are that bad? Damn. Buffalo's that good. It's another way to look at it if you think yeah. about it. Chiefs at Bengals. That's a tough game for the Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, uh, let's say we get out of here. Last time in 2021. All right. All right. See you guys next year. Mm. Peace. Thanks, buddy. See you guys. Peace.